quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood. Yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm back. I'm back. I want to talk about this question I get asked a lot. That is, what do I do? What do I say? How do I interact? How do I respond to? My child said this. My child did that. What do, What is the fix, Michelle? What can I do to fix this situation? And my response to that is, the fix isn't in the words. And what I mean by that is, I can give you the script. I can give you the idea. I can tell you that you could say these things. So can any other parenting coach or or parenting expert or parenting people. So can anyone. They can tell you exactly what to say and what to do. But will that thing work for you and your situation if you haven't changed your ideology, if you haven't changed your belief system, if you haven't changed your reality of what you believe about parenting and children? So if you really sit down and think about what do you believe about parenting? What are your core beliefs about parenting and children and the way children's emotions work? And where did those beliefs come from? Because likely we have these beliefs in our system and we don't really analyze or understand or really sit down and think about where does that belief come from? Does it come from a truth? Is it an actual truth? Is it a real truth? Or is it just an idea that we think because perhaps it's been passed down to us. Perhaps it's become a tradition in our society. Perhaps it's just what common knowledge tells us it should be. And are we accepting that belief because it is surrounding us and it is part of our ethos and it is part of how we were conditioned in our own childhood and how we continue to be conditioned in society? Is it how our family has worked in the past? And do we just accept it as truth? meaning children need to be corrected. That would be a belief system that I think many of us have. I know I have had that belief a lot early on in my parenting, that children need to be corrected. And if they are not corrected, they will not change their behavior. 
this is a belief. This is not a truth. This is what we glom onto inside of our parenting pedagogy, ideology, methodology, all the things that exist in our, in our brain, right? The things that we believe, but it isn't actually a proven truth. But if we are operating in these beliefs that are not aligned with the things that I'm telling you to do, the tools or the script or any of the fixes, so to speak, you will never get the outcome that you so desire because you hold the old belief and you have not changed your belief system. So anything that you're doing that I've suggested you do or anything respectful parent that parenting person has uh, um, suggested that you do will not completely work because you have not embodied a new understanding of parenting in general. And this is where I see people really fall down is that they don't want to, or they have a hard time. I think they want to, I think they have a hard time adjusting their belief system. And that's, you know, really the crux of parenting in a new way. Actually, that's the crux of making transformational change in many, many aspects in our life. I know for me, just we'll take it on a totally different, you know, subject matter here. I know for me, seeing myself as a business owner and an entrepreneur and somebody who wants to succeed in that way, I really had to change the way in which I thought about myself because I thought about myself as just a teacher. I'm just, you know, I don't really know anything. And, and, I'm not worthy of being paid for my services and I'm not worthy of being paid for my courses. And that, that, you know, I saw myself as not as a business owner and that it, I wasn't worthy to be paid for things. So I often gave a lot of stuff for free and I really tried to help people without requiring them to pay money because I thought that I didn't believe in myself. I wasn't worthy enough. And that change and shift in my ideology has helped my see, helped me see myself as differently, helped me see myself as more worthy and as a business owner and as an entrepreneur. That same shift and transformation is the exact same transformation that I had when I became a parent, that I saw my child as bad, that I saw them, them as doing the wrong thing, that I saw them as needing correction, as I saw them as needing punishment, that I truly believed in the ideas of rewards and punishments and that my kids behavior needed to change and that that was the main focus of parenting. But when I shifted that ideology and that belief system to a new truth, which I believe is a truth, is that kids are good, that they do not need correction, that they don't thrive in environments where there's punishment and that rewards are detrimental. When I could shift that belief system 100% completely, then that's when the magic happens. That is when the transformation unfolds. But you can't hold on to your old belief systems and try to operate in a new way because it will never match. I hope this is making sense. And I think if you really sit down, what I would suggest and what um, I've had some clients do is I talk to them deeply about well, what are your beliefs? You know, what do you believe about parenting? What do you believe about children? Especially when it comes to when children make mistakes or when they quote unquote misbehave, what are your thoughts around that? And then where do those thoughts come from? 
And if you don't know where they come from, I would really sit down and start thinking about where where did I come to understand this idea? I know for me, like I thought children should be respectful and should respond to every request right away and they should listen and they should do all of these things because that's the way in which my parents came to me. And that is also the way in which the school system responded to me as a kid. And that's the way in which society responded to me as a kid. And so I gained that belief system from my culture, both my home culture, my school culture, and societal culture. I I grasped those beliefs from that culture. And that set deeply into my brain and in my system at the same time. I began to read all these books by Dr. Dan Siegel and Dr. Laura Markham and Patty Whipler and started studying all of this work of parenting that was more respectful, more connective, more heart-based. And so my belief systems started to clash and I couldn't rectify one for the other. So I really wanted to dive into connective parenting but I didn't know how to make that transformation because my belief systems were still very solid in this old conventional wisdom of parenting. ADHD affects so many of our families and finding the right care can be a challenge. With Done, you can get the care you need 24-7. At donefirst.com, you have an expert team who can help you get personalized treatment for you and your sweet kids. ADHD doesn't have to jeopardize the connection you share with your family. Take a free one-minute assessment and book an appointment with a licensed ADHD clinician as soon as the next day. Get continuous care, one-click refills, insurance coverage, and 24-7 care team support with Done for just $79 a month and pharmacy co-pays as low as $0. Visit get.donefirst.com forward slash podcast to learn more. Done. Turn ADHD into your strength. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. So we have to change our belief systems first and find our new truths and really dive in there. And I think that's what I do in both my one-on-one coaching and in my Connected Parent Mastermind, in my 30-day challenge, in everything that I do and everything I put out there for people to change, for people to get support, is all based in that idea of changing the ideology and belief systems. Because if those belief systems remain in an old conventional way, then we will not see the transformation in our parenting. And so I can give you all kinds of tools. I have lots of tools, but those tools need to go also with 
a new belief system and a new understanding of how children's emotions work and and how parenting is different than probably the way in which we were parented. Because if you're in your 30s, 40s or older, then you were likely parented, even maybe in your 20s, you were likely parented in a behaviorist manner, right? Behaviorists believed in rewards and punishments. And it started, became really popular with B.F. Skinner, but it started way before that. And this whole idea of rewards and punishments really pushed our parenting um, thought process since the 40s. And so if you had parents that were from parents that existed from the 40s until now, then likely you were raised in a behaviorist society and school system and family. And it's it's still mostly that way. I'd say 80% of what goes on in schools and families and society still is based on the idea of behaviorism. So if you were raised that way, there's no way you're coming to parenting with a new belief system. You're just not. And that's not your fault. It's not my fault. That's that's none of our faults. It is just where we've been conditioned. And so unraveling that conditioning is what helps you make huge transformation. But if you cease to unravel that conditioning, then you can never really make the big jump and transformation because you'll constantly be held back by your belief systems. You can believe your kids are the best kids on earth. You can believe that they're trying to do their best. You can believe that the behavior modification things do not work but you have to really believe it and tell yourself and convince yourself that that is not helpful. So you can manifest a whole new experience in parenting with your kids, but only if you really want to. You can't just say the script. You can't just practice the tool. It's not going to work. So a lot of people will say, well, how how did you stop yelling? How did you really stop yelling? And I think It was my belief system. When I truly believed that children don't thrive in an environment with yelling and that I don't need to yell at them to get them to respond to me and that it was detrimental, when I deeply understood the detriments of that yelling, that helped me move the needle some. And then realizing these other beliefs too, like the rewards and punishments and the listening and and the good, bad child ideology and all of those things really started to push the needle for me in my thinking. Then my yelling became less and less and less because I realized that it really was hurting the relationship I shared with my child, my children, mostly as me. So instead of asking a parenting person like myself, sure, you can still ask, but instead of saying, my child's doing X, Y, and Z. They're hitting their brother. They're blah, 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 blah. They won't listen. What do I do? Start asking Michelle, whomever, what are you thinking when the child is doing X, Y, and Z? Because if you can change that belief and that thinking during those hard moments, then it won't matter what I tell you to do. You'll already know because you're smart and you know how people work. And if you have a new thought, so here's a new thought, right? You see your child, your older one hit your younger one. And your first thought should be, "Mm, that poor older one's having a really hard time. Instead of, oh, they hit the baby. This is terrible. They're horrible. How do I get it to stop? How do I protect the baby? Instead of going to that old way of thinking, 
can you come to a new way of thinking and think, hmm, that poor older kid isn't doing well. They must not be having a very good day. Let me get connected to them. That belief system, if you can change that thought in your head, you can change your beliefs. And if you can change those two things, you can change the way in which you react. And it won't matter what you do because it will be guided by that idea that this older child's having a hard time. And if you can do that, now you're golden. Now you're making transformation. Now you're changing everything in your life. This parenting stuff, this connected parenting stuff is transformative. Why? Because it changes your belief system. And that is a transformation that not a lot of people can get down with. Not a lot of people do or spend the time to do or use the mental fortitude to do it. So this is why many people say respectful parenting doesn't work. And they're right. It doesn't work. Respectful parenting doesn't work unless you change your belief system and you find new truths. So you get to choose what you believe. You don't have to let people tell you what you believe. You get to choose what you believe. And you get to choose what you believe is the truth. And I'll tell you what I believe my truth is, is that parenting has a bad rap in our society and kids have a bad rap, let me say, in our society. They are not bad. They are good. They want to be loved unconditionally. They want to be seen, heard, and understood. And that we don't need rewards and punishments to have a beautiful relationship with our kids and have kids who choose the right thing to do because they don't need correction, ladies and gentlemen. They definitely need a connected relationship with us. And with that, everything else comes. But that connected relationship cannot fall on the shoulders of somebody who has the wrong belief systems because then it stops working. And we know this. I see it over and over again. Lots of loving, well-meaning parents come to me to work one-on-one with me. And they've said, I've listened to your podcast. I've read the books. I've done all the things. And I still can't make it work because their belief system hasn't changed. You want your belief system to change? Take one of my amazing programs, get involved in one-on-one coaching, start making change on your own, write down what you believe and start believing just the opposite. Okay. I hope this was helpful. Thanks for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast and I will see you next time. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.